0: Welcome to the on-deck podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host fantasy baseball experts Casey Bubba and Bogman on deck podcast is sponsored by line star app the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Hope you didn't miss us too much because we enjoyed the break. Hope you guys did, too. But we are back. We are back. There's that song on some Disney show. We are back. But, um, yeah, I won't sing any for you. We have 14 games on Friday. But before you do all that, go check out Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store because you're going to need it more than ever for friday's yeah. slate as there are four total totals out and pitching's a mess so before we break that all down you can find me on twitter at BD and my co-host as always at bogman sports scott bogman how are we doing my friend
1: man i am uh, i'm glad to be back obviously you know uh a little break a little reprieve is nice and everything but uh you know obviously the yankees and uh red sox game got canceled due to covid stuff today so uh, we had literally no sports on my television right now. I have a, a rewatch of the 2015 AFC Championship on. I'm watching
0: there's, round one of the Open Championship.
1: Right, there's just <laughs> nothing going on. So it was frustrating. No finals game tonight. Uh, to have nothing happening, so I'm ready for baseball to get back. But apparently, baseball's not ready to be yeah. back because we don't know uh, some of these pitching matchups. We we're playing our best guessing game, and uh, DK. Uh, I think got most of it right. Uh, the Yankees and Red Sox game, if that even plays today, we'll see. But we switched that one to the pitching match that was supposed to happen Thursday. So we think that's right. Other ones are still a little up in the air. But uh, we're we're going to bring you our thoughts. And uh, hopefully they can get better organized next time. Like I get everyone needs a vacation, but you're supposed to be ready tomorrow. So be ready for tomorrow. Let's go.
0: Yeah, stat providers are, t- are still on a break. It's, it's all over the board right now. But who's not on a break is myself and Bachman. So we'll get you taken care of. Hopefully we'll get you a home run on Friday as well. We'll get to that at the end of the show to get you back going with the second half of the baseball season. But as we mentioned, 14-game slate. And we plan on to be in the Pete Alonzo slate, hitting home runs all over the place. Mm-hmm. So let's start up on this one. We have Chicago White Sox at the Minnesota Twins. Dylan Cease, Bailey Ober. Cease ninety six and eighty four over sixty four and sixty three. Are you taking a chance with Dylan? This is Monday slate. I need to pull the right slate up. <laughs> See, this is how was... <laughs> This is how rusty I am, folks. It's how rusty I am. Welcome no, back. Normally we
1: start. It's, I was like, those teams uh, aren't playing each other. Where are we no, going?
0: I'm like, Dylan Cease is playing the Astros, dummy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we got New York Mets at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Stroman, Brubaker. Stroman is seventy nine on DK, ninety one on Fanduel. Brubaker is sixty five and sixty eight. Are you going back to Stroman? He's not a bad price on DK as an SP2.
1: No, I think it's a nice draw uh, against Pittsburgh, but I'm not really into it. And and Baker, his last start was against the Mets, but he gave up six earned. So I'm more interested in bats here. Uh, there's uh, some PVB data here. Adam Frazier, four for 10. Uh, again, Strowman, 4 for 10 for Ben Gamel with a double, 4 for 5 for Brian Reynolds with a double. Uh, so uh, there's your PVB data. And then guys that were hitting uh, before the break over, uh, you know, I extended it a little bit more to two weeks. Usually I just look at like a week, but Lindor, Dom Smith, Alonzo, Nimmo, McNeil, Nagalski is cheap and he was really hitting before the break, as was Gamble. Uh, 2500 2400 for him. Wilmer Defoe was hitting a little bit. If he's in lineup, 2000 on each kind of a free square. Or so I think I'll stick the bats in this one.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. Ben Gamble, the fact his price has not increased is pretty comical because he's hitting very, very well. I even added him in like 15-team fantasy leagues this past week for cheap. Um, I'm just going to write it while I can, basically. And at 2K on DK and 21 on FanDuel, I think that's a very nice value. I'm not sure I'm all in on stacking on this one with 14 games on the slate but I can definitely see picking and choosing. like Dom Smith's hitting very well going into the break. Uh, Nimmo's been okay. Conforto likes to play in the second half. So you can attack Brubaker if you want, but it's pretty much like a gamble value is kind of the one place I'm looking at here unless you feel like getting really frisky on this one. San Diego at Washington. Chris Paddock against Eric Fede. Paddock is down to $6,300. And I if you want to watch the YouTube feed and see a big smile, you'll you'll see one right here. Um, he's 73 on Fandle. Fetty, 77 and 76. Do either pitchers intrigue you this evening?
1: They do not. The Paddock gave up eight earned run two starts ago uh, to Washington. So pass on Paddock. Fetty has three. Uh, Only three of his 13 starts has he even gone six innings or more. So uh, I don't trust these guys. I'm into bats in this one, pure and simple Castro two for five with a bomb uh, against Paddock. And then some of these guys are hitting man. Machado is hitting Fernando Tatis, Grisham, Myers, Hosmer, Profar, all hitting on the Washington side. Uh, Turner, we saw Soto unloading in the home run derby. Uh, He's still expensive, but worth it. Josh Bell was hitting before the break. Harrison uh, had a a nice little peak. So I know it's going to look different, of course, coming back. And some of these guys are going to slide and some of these guys are going to break out. But as far as recent track record goes, that's what I'm going with in this game.
0: That's a good point you make is that that little break could take some guys out of some hot streaks or some funks. And you kind of have to go with what you think, you know, type thing and, and hope they stay hot. And I do like going back to Soto here at 53. I got to a really good price point. I think a big second half is coming as well. You mentioned Josh Bell, Trey Turner. It's an expensive main stack for Washington, but you can also sprinkle in some of the little cheaper pieces around it. So I have no problem with that. But I get the main guys in there Turner, Soto, and Bell. I'd focus on that. Maybe Eduardo or um, Alcides Escobar is still super cheap leading off. He'd be an option for you as well. So yeah, I like Washington quite a bit, as I always like to stack against San Diego. And I also think it's going to be a game stack. Like Fetty's had his moments at time. But you know, with Tatis, Grisham's been on fire. Fan was swinging it very well before the break. Um, Cronenworth and company—you can game stack this game. This game, you mentioned how Paddock gave up eight and in three innings. This is the same game that Washington gave it all back. So there was runs all over the board in this one. I, I think we could see that again on Friday night. So good game stack here with San Diego and Washington. Boston at New York—if it plays, Erod Herman, Honestly, I'm just avoiding this game, Bogman.
1: Yep. uh, I mean, same. Uh, I I don't think it's going to play. You know, the COVID issues uh, can be a little wonky. Um, So I'm just going to hard pass on the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I'm passing as well. Texas at Toronto, though. This one is a little more intrigued. Jordan Lyles, Robbie Ray. Lyles, 72 on DK, 66 on Fandle. Ray is 98 and 93. And I am all aboard the Robbie Ray train Bogman.
1: Yeah, I mean, Robbie Ray is probably your best option today. Uh, Four quality starts in a row. Great draw against a Texas team that strikes out a ton and he gets a ton of strikeouts. Uh, and I like Lyles, but I don't want him against Toronto. So for me, it's Ray and then it's Toronto bats. If you want to go with Simeon, he's four for 10 with two doubles off of Lyles. Uh, you know, Bichette was hitting Vlad, Lord Guriel. Vlad just won MVP of the all-star game. So uh, I think it's Ray and like a mini Toronto stack.
0: Yeah, it's definitely right for me. I've said it many times. I'll probably say it every show we do the rest of the season. I'll never talk anybody off a, a J stack if you want it. Like they're always good, yeah. but uh, yeah, give me give me Toronto, uh, Robbie Ray for sure. Definitely one of the top options on the mound this evening. Milwaukee at Cincinnati. Brandon Woodruff, Tyler Molly Woodruff, ten four on DK, ninety five on Fandle. Molly eighty two and eighty eight. You know Woodruff's always in play just because he's Woodruff and has that big upside. I think Molly is an intriguing GPP angle. But what do you like in this one? I'm with you I love
1: Molly in this start I mean like you said Woodruff the uh, last start uh, was quality against Cincinnati six innings one earned four strikeouts no walks uh, so a little bit of a lower strikeout total for him but Molly both of his starts against uh, the Brewers have been quality starts this year and he's uh you know pretty good with the strikeouts as well so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it, pitching either side and I don't it makes me not want bats in this game.
0: Yeah, this is one of those four true outcome games that we've talked about before. So I'm good if you want Molly contrarian play. I also know it's great American small park. So if you want to go bats, I'm okay with this. Like, especially with Molly, because Molly is all or nothing this year. He either dominates, gets all the strikeouts, or he gets lit up like a Christmas tree. So if you want to go with like the values of a Jace Peterson at 33 and 25, Luis Urias at four, like even Adamus is cheap, Um, you, you can have some fun in this game. And be, be successful in that regard. I'm not I'm not looking to target Woodruff, but again, it's great American small park where anything happens. But I don't mind a brewer stack if you want to be a little contrarian if you're not playing Molly. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. And this one we got Michael Waka against Charlie Morton. Waka sixty seven and seventy four. Morton eighty five and eighty seven. The Braves just traded for some jock jams, Bogman. Not sure he'll be suiting up on uh, Friday night, but he could be, and that can make things even more fun. But like either pitcher in this one.
1: Not really. Uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I would be in on Morton a little bit. Four of his last five have been quality. So I kind of like him against Tampa Bay, uh, who's a little bit quiet going into the break. But I think I'm going to stick to bats here. And uh, Freddie Freeman, four for 10 with a double against Waka. Six for 11 for Ender Inciarte. So maybe he'll be in the lineup just because he's got a good history here. Uh, four for nine for Orlando Arcia against Waka as well. And then there were some hot bats going into the break. Ozzy Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, Abraham Almonte was still still a cheap option. and Was hitting Brandon Lau started hitting bombs right before the break too. Forty nine hundred, a nice cheap thirty three hundred on Fanduel. Uh, Diaz Kiermaier and you know I'll I'll be willing to go back to Wander Franco especially at his twenty five hundred on Fanduel I think is a decent price. So uh, yeah I, I think I'm going to go Morton or maybe some bats mainly on the Atlanta side though.
0: Yeah I don't mind Morton as an SP two I will say. If you want to be contrarian with Michael Walker, I don't hate it. The Braves offense has kind of been scuffling. I don't know Ronald Acuna. I can see some love there. Two out of the last three starts for Walker, he's put up over 23 DK points. He's been very like five and six innings in both those starts and limited run exposure. So he's been good there. It's still a tough matchup against Atlanta. But I think Walker is one of those intriguing options if you want to save some cash and hope that Atlanta runs quiet still. But if not, yeah, usual suspects. I do like Brandon Lau in this one. As much as I like Morton, Morton can get in the trouble. And Lau, like you said, is a crushing to go into the break, hitting right handed pitching very, very well. So I think that's a kind of a nice one off at least. But mainly Morton for me. Walk if you want to be a little contrarian. Now we get some bats to have some fun with on this one. Baltimore at Kansas City. Keegan Aiken, Danny Duffy. Aiken 57 and 49. Duffy 7K and 68. What are you liking on this one, Bugs? Bats.
1: I mean, Aiken, only two of his seven starts have gone over five innings pitched, and five and two-thirds is his season high, so no thanks. Danny Duffy's last quality start was April 10th. So give me bats. Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, Trey Mancini, uh, Ramon Urias was hitting before the break, and he's cheap, twenty seven twenty four. Salvi, we saw him mash the home run derby, even though ESPN didn't want to talk about it at all. Uh, Michael Taylor, Hanser Alberto is cheap, and he was hitting. And so Nicky Lopez was hitting before the break, too, three thousand twenty two hundred. if those guys are in the lineup. So uh, I'm going to stick to bats in this game.
0: Yeah, your boy Whit Merrifield is always a good one, especially against lefties. Uh Salvi, but I like the Michael Taylor call. He was raking going into the break. Loves hitting some lefties. So you have that going for you. Hunter Dozier looked like he might have been heating up, depending on how deep you want to go with your Royal Stacks. Like, see see what lineup they put out there because there'll be tons of value. Like this is one of those games we always have one or two of slate that if you want to pay up for pitching or some bats elsewhere, this could be your value game, folks. So uh get some Royals bats in there outside of the expensive Salvi and um with who are great plays and i don't mind baltimore either you mentioned duffy he still hasn't gone a full game since his rehab maybe he will this time i know they're trying to shop him in trades so they don't want to injure him again also so they might take it easy on him Meaning more kansas city bullpen so cedric mullins trey boo boo um, all, all those bats lots to like here you mentioned ramon Urias, who's swinging it well i like value in this game in a big big way so have some fun uh filling in some lineups with baltimore at kansas city houston at chicago McCullers, that Dylan Cease guy we talked about earlier. Uh, <laughs> McCullers is 91 on DK, 97 on FanDuel, Cease nine thousand and eighty-five hundred. Is this a both-pitchers game, or do you like one pitcher and bats? What do you like in here?
1: I like the pitchers. Uh, McCullers, high-K upside. Uh, I, Cease has been good, too. I can't tell what I want here. I, you know <laughs> what? Saying it in the moment, I want bats. Uh that's what I'll say. So give you know what I'm gonna scrap the pitchers. Mm-hmm. I think there's other guys from this slate to pick from that we'll get to too. So I'm gonna scrap the pitchers. I'm gonna go with the hitters. Uh, uh hit before the break, Abreu, Vaughn, Anderson, Lori Garcia, Brian Goodwin was hitting, Adam Angle, Jake Berger, bunch of White Sox were hitting. And it's still the Astros, man. You know, they're still hitting. Altuve, Tucker, Jordan Jordan Alvarez, uh, Chas McCormick was hitting too, and he's cheap, 28 and 25. Kyle Tucker's still cheap at 39 and 33 too. So uh, in the moment, you did push me into the corner, and I'm going to pick bats.
0: I pushed baby into the corner, guys. You guys heard it here (laughs) first. Um, I don't mind bats because it's one of those where we have two explosive offenses. I do like McCullers also, though. In a world where we've had such bad pitching for so long... I feel like he at least brings you like a 15 to 20 point floor unless he just gets destroyed, which if he does that, then it is what it is at that point. I, I think if he goes out there, he's, he's put up like 18 or more fancy points in four straight starts. In a world with pitching as bad as it is, I think $9,100 on DK is a very, very good price tag. For him, 97 on Vandal not bad. You just got to hope he goes six, and that's always sketchy with McCullers. But on DK at 91, I like quite a bit. I'm not going to go to Cease. So I respect this Houston offense a ton right now uh tucker only 39 and on dk and 33 on fandle seems very very appropriate appropriate you can pay it for alvarez if you want i'm not going to blame me if you want these white Sox bats because there's tons of value there but i think i like mccullers quite a bit at 9100 bucks on this one that's fair san francisco at st louis gossman wainwright gossman 10-3 on dk 10-6 on fandle wainwright 77 and 88 this feels like like a three to one ball game
1: it does, and, you know, I, I don't think either one of these teams was hitting their peak uh, offensively before the break either. So uh, this game, I'm definitely for sure, no pushing into any corner. I am pitching here. Uh, cards weren't really hitting, so I like Gosman. You know, Gosman right now on pretty much everything you see ranks two behind DeGrom. Uh, Wainwright, been so great this year. Um, I, I There's a little PVB data against him, but he's also been uh, – in the league since 1863 so uh i just uh, i i don't know how much i trust those pvb numbers so i think i'm gonna just go ahead and stick with pitching and scrap the hitting here
0: yeah i'm, I'm team gossman on this one for sure uh, i'll be all in at 10-3 and even 10-6 on fandle like it's a great price um, again barring something weird he's gonna put up a very good floor for you which is gonna be key there's plenty of value bats out there if you want to take a couple of expensive pitchers so i like him quite a bit you can go wayno if you want like i want to go giants bats but they're dang expensive on this slate. It's pretty wild looking at their price tag. FanDuel, they're cheap. FanDuel, they're definitely in play. On DK, they're very, very expensive. But like on FanDuel, Wilmer Flores at 24, he's been crushing everything lefties and righties right now. Crawford at 32 is not bad. Even Rough at 26 is hitting. You're going to get the cheap Duggers and Wades. Maybe Posey comes back after the break. He, he was out for a little while with a banged up hand, but they sent Bart back to A. So I'm assuming Posey will be back to start the series. Something to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: I come on. Posey yeah. just wanted
0: an all star weekend off. Come no, on. he messed his hand up. Like, he got, he took a foul ball off his like thumb.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was nasty. It was. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's, hey, don't talk about the MVP like that. Okay?
1: Look, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that it was a bad thing. I'm just saying he wanted the weekend off. So, out yeah. my thumb hurts. It's fine.
0: <laughs> you know, like, Jimmy Gossman, and uh, just, we'll, we'll talk about the last place Diamondbacks are pretty sure.
1: Po- Posey was at all the all star games I went to. So, I've seen more than enough Posey. I, I, and if he wanted one off,
0: Great, it, it can be the World one. Baseball Classic, all the world series, three of them actually. Um, yeah, yeah. he's been quite a bit, yeah.
1: All right, uh, I get it, he's good.
0: Let's go to uh, Coors Field, okay. Los Angeles Dodgers at the Colorado Rockies. Walker Bueller, Antonio Sensatella, Bueller's 97 on DK, 93 on Fandle, Sensatella 58 and 57. I kind of want to use Bueller here,
1: yeah. I know it's in Colorado and everything, but. Uh, 10 out of his last 11 have been quality for Bueller. Uh, his first start of the year was at Colorado, and that was quality. A uh, six innings pitch to earn only four strikeouts, though. And that it will, it will hamper some strikeout totals sometimes. So, but I think he's still going to be good. I tell you what, Senzatella hasn't been bad. Uh, three of his last four are quality. He's better at home. I just don't really want him in this scenario against the Dodgers because I could see him getting lit.
0: I just checked. uh, We have a pitching change here. Now, of course, we we, we do. We we mentioned this was going to happen. Yeah. And it probably happened many more times after we finish recording. But um, who your is pitching for the Dodgers? Does that change anything for you?
1: It does. It it does. 78 on
0: DK. I know that much. Uh, 78
1: is not a
0: bad price. 89 on FanDuel.
1: 89 on FanDuel. Okay. So. uh, All right. Well, look, it makes I feel like it makes the game a little bit more winnable. To tell so maybe that changes some stuff. Let me just see Julio Urias. Let's see. His last start, seven innings, one earned, nine strikeouts against Miami. Uh has he played Colorado this year? Yeah, one start. Uh it was at home on April 15th. Uh, he gave up four in six innings, six strikeouts. So that was a long time ago, though. Um yeah, you know what? I'm going to pass on Julio Reyes, uh, yeah. And I'm I'm going to pass on Sensatella, too, because of, uh, you know, just it's the Dodgers game here. So give me bats. Give me, you know, McMahon, Fuentes. Uh, Pollock was really hitting before the break, even though I hate his guts. He's been really good. Uh, Tapia, Garrett Hampson, uh, CJ Corona starting to pick it back up as well. So I'll just go ahead and stick the bats here and not mess with the pitching.
0: Yeah, I'll, this is one of those where I'll take some Rockies value because everyone will be on Urias or the Dodgers in this one. They'll kind of ignore the Rockies, and I get it. The Rockies have been bad, but it is Colorado, and it that explode at any moment. you got guys like Story, um, Rogers, Hampson, you mentioned Crone, Diaz. Have some fun with that. If you want to mix in a McMahon or a Tapia, you can. Not saying so you have to full stack it, but you can get some exposure here because Urias will probably be popular at his price point at 78 on DK. 89 on Fan, probably more so on DK as an SP two. So you can kind of get some leverage on the field there. So I like that quite a bit. No sense Sensa for me. And Dodgers are a great play if you want to. Like I'm not that's a great play. Because Sensitella just doesn't do it for me. Seattle at the Angels. Chris Flexen, 6,900 on DK, seven thousand on FanDuel. Takes on my buddy Andrew Heaney, seventy-four on DK, eighty-eight on FanDuel. I think Flexen's very live on this one, Bogman. Dude, five of his last
1: six have been quality. Uh, he's still a low K per nine type of guy, so that makes me a little wary. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I could see it. So it makes some of these uh, – I'm a hard pass on Heaney, your buddy, and I know you probably are too, and I know you said that sarcastically. So uh, just just to get that out of the way. But there's some PVB data against Heaney here. Uh, four for nine with a double and a bomb for Dylan Moore. Obviously, he has been hitting very well this year, but 6-for-18 for, for Haniger with a triple and three homers against Heaney. So he really hits him. 3-for-9 for Crawford with a double. 8-for-28 for Kyle Seager with two doubles against him. That's a 286 average. And then, uh, you know, uh, Fraley was hitting a little bit before the break. So was Luis Torrens. So uh, I think I'll go flexing and some Seattle bats here.
0: Yeah, I like flexing as a nice SP2 on DK. I probably won't use him on FanDuel at 7,000, but DK at 69, I like that. And if you want to go Seattle bats, I'm always all aboard targeting Andrew Heaney. Like, he ticks me off from time to time because he'll pitch well out of nowhere, but more often than not, you'll get yours. And uh, the Angels bullpen, not good. So uh, I don't I don't mind some action. You mentioned Hanager, Crawford, and company. I can definitely jump on board with that. Luis Torrens is the cheapie, uh, so you can have some fun. There with Seattle if you so choose. Now the fun gets even more fun. Chicago Cubs at the Arizona Diamondbacks, Kyle Hendricks, Merrill Kelly, Hendricks, 75 on DK, 98 on Fandle, Kelly, 8081. I can think you can make arguments for both pitchers.
1: I think he can too, and it's because the hitting has been so miserable on uh, both these teams as of recently, so uh, I'm with you. Uh, Let's go with the pitchers here. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, 10 out of his last 11 have been quality starts. Kelly has been good recently, and the Cubs have been awful as well. Uh, Already talking about how they're in sell mode because that 11-game losing streak they hit uh, earlier this month. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on both sides of the pitching, which makes me not into the hitting at all here.
0: Yeah, uh, Hendricks is a great price tag on DK at seventy five. Everyone's going to be playing him. I think not as many will play him on Fanduel at ninety eight. I think that's a great tournament play there. I think he'll get very low owned at that price tag, so that's a good angle to go to there. No problem with your Kelly take if you want to use him, you can. At the same time, on DK at seventy five hundred bucks, everyone's going to use Hendricks. This is your game to get your leverage stack if you want Arizona. Like Arizona's bad. We've established it many times, but <laughs> if you want to think They're only the shot, 40
1: games below 500. It's only, fine.
0: Only. Only. That's an improvement over like 42, like last Tuesday. So um, I, I think that, that's, that's your angle if you so choose. But pretty much pitching for me in that game. Cleveland at Oakland wraps up the 14 ish game slate we have here. We have Morgan versus Bassett. <laughs> Morgan's not in play, but Bassett at 99 on DK and 85 on FanDuel. Could be your value, FanDuel arm of the night.
1: Yeah, four of his last five have been quality. Good start. Look, I'm not going to tell you to go out and throw Morgan uh, out there, but I will tell you that uh, once he, I think we're going to be more into him as the season goes on. His uh, K per nine and walk per nine are both better than Bassett. Uh, Smaller sample size, of course, but. Uh, So far, so good for him. So I'm not completely against him, but it kind of does take me more out on some of these Oakland bats uh, than I probably would have been before. Franimal, obviously in play whenever you want. Uh, Cesar Hernandez was hitting a little bit before the break. Uh, Jed Lowry was hitting as well. So I get there's some bats I'm interested in, but I think I'm more interested in Bassett and then probably nobody.
0: Yeah, like Bassett a lot on this slate. It really stinks because there's so many slates we talked about, Bogman, where pitching is horrific. There's so many options on this slate. So uh, I'm I'm in on the Bassett train. I think Matt Olson's a great play because I think he could really take one deep on Morgan here. You mentioned Lowry, Andrus have been swinging it well going into the break. I think you can have some fun with the the Oakland Athletics as a little late-night action if you want to have some uh, late-evening fun. All right, before we get into the home run calls of the day, make sure you follow Star on Twitter at Star app and at Lionstar MLB and check out the YouTube page, the Star YouTube page, so you can watch us like when I make a mistake about the Monday and Friday slate. You can (laughs) see the red at my face turns. It's so much fun. So come check that out. Give it a little thumbs up and subscribe over there and give us a rate and review on iTunes. We truly appreciate that as well. Real quick, Bogman, who are like your top three or four pitchers on this slate?
1: Uh, The pitchers, I think Ray is my number one. Gossman probably has to be my two. I think my three is going to be Tyler Molly for the price. I think I really like him. Uh, you know, you can never go wrong with Woodruff, but of course he's expensive, but I think I'm going to stick to uh, to Tyler Molly here.
0: If I got to go three, I'm going to go Ray, Gossman, and Bassett. That'll be my three. But there's tons of pitchers on the slate, which makes it really, really fun. If you're stacking things up, where are you looking to stack tonight?
1: Uh, I think um, San Diego versus Washington, either side, uh, it makes for a good stack. Uh, Baltimore versus Kansas City, as we mentioned, Aiken versus Duffy. I like that one. Uh, the Seattle side versus the Angels, and I'm okay with a little mini pirate stack here, like a Reynolds, Frazier, Gamble stack. I think uh, for their cheap price, is pretty solid as well.
0: Yeah, so we're pretty much on the same uh, same sides on these. I would throw in, obviously, of Coors Field if you want to go that route. But uh, it's gonna it's it's pretty uh, pitching heavy in most games, and some a couple games just to go all out on. Was talking about all that. We're talking home run calls of the day. Where, you, as you know, if you follow Line Star on Twitter, at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB, they tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet the tweet, three lucky retweeters will get paired up with each one of us. And if we go deep, you get some free swag. Bogman, as we kick off the second half of the season on July 16th, who's your home run call of the day?
1: Give me the home run derby champ, Pete Alonso against JT Brubaker. I like him to go yard.
0: Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky good. I'm gonna to go to that San Diego Washington game. As much as I want to pat, pick on Chris Paddock, I'm going to the flip side. Give me Fernando Tatis Jr. versus Eric Fede. Tatis had a great time at the derby, taking pictures with Little <laughs> Freeman and company. Um, I, I'm going with uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. in this one. So love it. Let's get things kicking off. We got the early games of the night too, so we'll know real early if we're in yeah. or we're out. We'll see who Ryan Humphreys picks, and of course, Line Star will tweet that out as we said. But hey, we got our feet wet. It's it it felt a Back lot on like on the a, grind. It felt a lot like a, a, a show from last year with Joe where with you had no idea what was going on. You know what pitchers yeah. were pitching, you not know anything. I was like, Yeah, we're <laughs> just gonna do this and pray half of it's right when you guys listen to it. So if you have any other questions, hit us up on Twitter at bogman Sports at BD Entry, get the Line app. There's a chat room in there, plus all the great tools to help you build your winning lineups. But to have fun on Friday. Enjoy your weekend. You got the open championship, you got some UFC, you got all kinds of cool stuff. Finals take and you can and NBA finals, and you can do all that on the LineStar app. So have fun with that too. But we'll be back with you guys on Monday. Good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star App On Deck Podcast. Download Line Star App from the App Store or go to LineStarApp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck Podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.